you know, essentially, if you are, if you're going to be teaching something that you haven't experienced, then you're really just teaching a theory. Hello, and welcome back to the You Can Sit With Us podcast. I'm Brittany. And I'm Bridget. And, and you, you always, always have a seat, seat at our table. table. Today, we have the privilege and honor of having our first guest at our podcast. Her name is Amber, and we are super excited to this episode with her. She is a wife, mom to a beautiful one-year-old baby girl, author of the Between Me and God devotional journal, host of the Between Me and God podcast, and co-founder of Women Who Will Ministries. She has a, hold on, I'm going to read from my phone because my memory ain't that good. <laughs> she has a passion for inspiring people to show up daily and live in the fullness of who God has called them to be. And what's more in alignment than what we are passionate about as well. Exactly. So now we're going to turn it to Amber. And Amber, why don't you introduce us to who you are? Tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, where you're currently at in life, and let's get into this. Yeah. Well, hello. Hey, y'all. I am so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. This is super exciting. You know, I love y'all. Y'all got a dear place in my heart. (laughs) But God is doing a lot these days. You know, I have been on this journey with God, an intentional journey with God for a few years now. So 2019 is where my intentional walk began. And so this season has been a bit of a transition and it's been Um, it's really been some time to really trust God as my GPS, right? Mm -hmm. Not just how things are going, even when things are going well and you think it's going one way, but how do you navigate with the Holy Spirit? Mm -hmm. And so that's where I am now. Um, all along the way, I, as you, as you read, I'm really passionate about encouraging others. I believe that that is a gift that God has given me to encourage others, even when they can't see the way to go. God kind of gives me that insight to be able to speak to that place inside of people to really get them going. Um, Because there's plenty of things that we have within us, but I'm really big on not wasting the gifts that God Mm -hmm. has given us. You know, we want to be good stewards of our many gifts. And sometimes you don't even know the gift that's in you. So how are you going to steward it? (laughs) So that's really what I'm all about. Just really encouraging people, really big on community, gathering people and and just building from each other. I love that. I love that so much. Mm-hmm. So Women Who Will Ministries, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, Women Who Will Ministries. So it overall is a online women's ministry where we come together centered around Bible study. It will be changing a little bit going forward, but it's all about coming together um, to grow in intimacy with Christ. And so we do that by becoming more biblically literate. Mm-hmm. And so we break down scripture. We teach how to study. We teach how to pray. Um, and we just have fun. We have game nights. We have candid conversations. And it's really about like, how do we walk this walk together? We're not trying to replace the church. We're all about yeah. having a church home mm-hmm. and being a part of a church community, but this is outside of that, doing a little bit more life together. And so Women Who Will Ministries is really deep to my heart. We've been able to help single mothers um, with the donations that come through in the ministry. And we're just all about being able to serve. I love that so, so much. I'm going to share a little (laughs) personal testimony, well, we both can, about how Women Who Will Ministries (laughs) has impacted our life. But before we dive into the meat and potatoes, we always start our episodes with our favorite thing of the week. Yes. So what's your favorite thing of the week? Um, I actually wanted to give the honor to Amber to go okay. first. She's our guest. So. Yes. What's okay. your favorite thing of the week this week? So I'm going to start off a little fat. Um, <laughs> <my favorite thing. laughs> 
That's Joy not the right club, girl. girl. The, Joy, the, Joy. the Lord likes some fat, okay? <laughs> okay, look, thank you. I'm glad that this is a safe space that my favorite thing could Absolutely. be a blueberry muffin from Kroger. And the reason why I wanted to specifically say Kroger is because usually we know in the baking game, Publix, you know, takes the lead. Right. Mm-hmm. But Kroger they really do. did their thing. Okay. Kroger really did their thing with that blueberry muffin. Okay. I don't think we have a Kroger <laughs> no, here. No, not here. Yeah. The closest one, I think, is um, Georgia. Yeah. We're, we're in Florida for those mm-hmm. that are watching. Okay. Outside. Mm-hmm. We're in Georgia. we're in Florida mm-hmm. and Amber's in Georgia. Atlanta, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, outside Atlanta. Outside Atlanta. Yeah. So, so it's one of their fresh baked muffins. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you have a Kroger near you, go try the blueberry muffin. Mm-hmm. And Please blueberries do. is good for the brain, helps you focus. Fun fact. <laughs> yeah, they're they're like a brain food. <laughs> yeah. I love blueberry muffins. Oh, I low key, I haven't had one in so long. So now yeah. I'm inspired. I'll yes, no. <laughs> when I first moved to Florida, that was my go to for school. From I, where? I gained 20 pounds, but Dang. I loved it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> from muffins every day. From muffins, that's, yeah. Every day. Um, but I got it from Wawa's. Okay, okay. But, um... What's your favorite so thing? So, my Bridget. favorite thing for the week, girl, I'm right there with you with it being a food thing. <laughs> and it's the Chobati Flip yogurt. I love those. Yo. I kid you not. I'm not exaggerating. <laughs> but thank God that one of the fruits of the Holy Spirit is self-control. <laughs> Because let me tell you, I can eat probably like five of these a day. I'm just that addicted yeah, to them. Yeah, because they're like so petite too. You yes. just like pour it in and it's like, yes, and you, you have more. you have everything here. So you have like your smoothness from the yogurt, mm-hmm. your crunchiness from the little things and the flips. Mm-hmm. And then Perfect like, combination. Exactly. Some some sweetness, some tartness. Let me tell you. <laughs> God knew what he was doing when he brought the idea to the factory. Okay. I love those. I like the flavor that's um it's a. It's not a Greek yogurt. It's mm. coconut yogurt, and it has like chocolate chips. Okay, it's so good. It's okay. called cocoa something. Oh, cocoa look at that. Choco or something like that. There's okay. an option for the vegans out yeah, there. Yeah, for non dairy. Look at that. For my lactose folks. Okay. <laughs> the flavor. The, my flavor. My favorite flavor so far is s'mores. Okay. But I'm so excited good. to taste the peanut butter cup one. That's the one I have right here. If you're watching on YouTube, because um, peanut butter is like one of my weaknesses. I love it. It's funny. <laughs> So what about so you, Brooke? So my favorite? favorite thing of this week are my new slides from Five Below. Ooh, <laughs> a lot of people budget. know that place Five and Below, but I know technically that's the name, but I call it Five Below. Comment below. Like, if you call it Five Below if you're watching on YouTube or Five and Below. It's five, five below. Team Five Below. It's Five Below. <laughs> so Definitely Five Below. <laughs> these are like one of those fake, like, easy type slides. But, mm-hmm. oh my goodness. They are so comfortable. They literally feel like you're walking on clouds. Ooh. Like I have a fake pair of Yeezy ones from Amazon or Boohoo and they're hard, but these literally feel like you're walking on clouds and they are just, these are my house slippers though. I need to get another pair to wear outside, but they're specifically my house slippers. You wore them outside? No. <laughs> oh, no. I'm just like, these are her- to judge you. She was. No, I'm like, these are her house slippers. Like yeah. these are nice and fancy. My house slippers are like the corniest. The little sock things. <laughs> yeah. Like, but the yeah, cause I, cause I have a hardwood floor and it gets like cold and I'm like, when my feet are cold, um, mm. in the kitchen. So, yeah, You're my house funny, <laughs> <laughs> um, This is the Japanese in me, my wabaki. <laughs> oh, okay. But, um, all right, so now that we got our favorite things, we'll link all those. Well, we can't link the, the blueberry muffin, but <laughs> we'll link our <laughs> stuff. Um, and go to your local, local Five Below, Kroger, and grocery store. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, let's talk a little bit about Women Who Will Ministries. Um, 
I want to share our personal like relation to how we even know Amber, right? And what Women Who Will Ministries has been in our life and what it has done in our life. Yeah, so, absolutely. You go? Yes. So, um, Women Who Will Ministries came to both of our lives around the same time, but of course we were in two different seasons when um, it did. So, um, I remember. Uh, Brittany, you introducing it to to us because you were going to lead Mm -hmm. a Bible study in there. And that was in the very, very beginning of my walk with Christ. And I believe I mentioned it on the podcast before, but when I first came to Christ, I had no guidance. Like I didn't have anyone telling me, okay, um, welcome home. Um, (laughs) um, The best way to uh, cultivate your faith and walk with the Lord is dot, dot, dot. I didn't have that. But... um, the Holy Spirit worked in me, and then I started um, reading the Bible on my own, just on a daily basis, just like as a regular, like, dis- disciplinary routine. I probably butchered it. I'm sorry. Um, so when Women Who Will Ministries came into my life, and Brittany was telling me she was leading a Bible study, I was like, what? And then um, I know um, in one of our episodes— um, the episode of Community, I mentioned a little bit of my testimony about how community frightened me. Mm-hmm. So it was a beautiful thing knowing that, first of all, the co-founders, the founders, the CEO of this ministry, I already knew them personally, that they were somebody that I had already connected and had a friendship with, which is um, Ari and Amber. And then my best friend is leading a Bible study in this community. So God used, he already used something a piece of home for me to I don't want to say entice I don't think that's the right word but like encourage encourage me Mm -hmm. to continue to to seek community so and I was learning the bible at the same time Mm -hmm. so it just all tied in together so beautifully and then from there like come on now like I was fired up to yeah to just invite everyone else we invited our other best friend Liz and she became a part of the ministry Mm -hmm. I'm sorry she became a part of the ministry. It was just this beautiful, beautiful, growing ministry community, all yeah. from like you know just our faith and our love from the Lord. Like mm-hmm. it was just this amazing, amazing, amazing thing. Yeah, no, that's very similar to me. Like I want to say Amber and Ari approached me like November okay. of 2021. Mm-hmm. I think you guys had already been doing the ministry for a little bit, but y'all were really starting to like expand it at this point, and mm-hmm. I. I had never led before. I had never felt ready enough to lead a Bible study, to lead a small group, anything like that. Like, I was like, well, I am unqualified, (laughs) unequipped. And it's always in that moment. Like, God calls the unqualified all the time. And And he he equips equips them. them. Mm -hmm. And that is just such a testimony for me because I knew I had the passion for it. But let me tell you, I was terrified. Like... Oof, I know Ari from back in the day because yeah. um, one of my be- like childhood best friends, that's her cousin. So like me and Ari, like we knew each other from our ratchet days. Like <laughs> literally, we were looking at um, old, <laughs> old videos pictures. of ourselves because I want to create like a testimony reel. And some of the videos was from us in in Buckhead, Atlanta. We went mm-hmm. out and like we were all drunk and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and we would just all you know just it's just crazy seeing how God has worked in each and every one of our lives in our own ways, on our own journeys. And then he just brought us back together and crossed our paths in such a beautiful way. And so I was terrified when Ari was like, hey, I was thinking about you leading one of our small groups, our virtual Bible studies. And I was like, let me pray about this. I thought about it. And it was one of those things where like my flesh was like, 
no, like I'm not ready. I'm, I don't know. I, I can't do this. But in my spirit, I knew that like I wanted to obey God and God was calling me to do this. So I was like, you know what? Yes, Lord. It's a yes. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to do this, but do it. And the just seeing the way he worked in me as well, but like through me and hearing the testimonies from people who were just yeah. longing for that community, people who don't have um, like immediate local community looking for a place to fit in, a place to grow in their faith, women who just get it yep. and help them grow in so many ways and just reaching people from all over the world. It was so beautiful and it it just grew me in such a beautiful way. Like that marked such a huge turning point in my life and my faith walk. And ever since then, I haven't stopped like leading and right. just being like, and not even just like leading to lead, but like saying yes, Lord, like this isn't about me. Because back before Christ, I love to lead. I've always loved to lead, but it was always like to bring glory to myself. But this wasn't about mm -hmm. that. This is like, no, God, you've done some miraculous things in my life. So you have my yes forever, even when it's scary, even when I want to say no, even when I feel terrified, unequipped, all that. Like, I'm still going to say yes, because it's not about me. It's about the souls that you are trying to bring home to you and just grow so that it can constantly create mm -hmm. that domino effect mm -hmm. of life change. Mm -hmm. So Absolutely. that's so beautiful. Thank you all for sharing that. That is that's amazing. It's just all God is all I'm thinking about. Like, mm -hmm. it, it was all God, even how Women Who Will Ministries unfolded, where it was truly a test of, can you just go where I'm telling you to go? And yeah. I remember vividly, you know, praying, having those, having those same feelings when we started it, like, God, we're starting out. We don't even know the word like that. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I'll send the people. I'll send them. And he has ever since. And even to be able to build a leadership team and all of the people that came in through you and just seeing how we were connecting and really doing life. I mean, we had people in Africa who were joining who were doing our fast when we were doing them. Oh, wow. It was crazy. We were in a ton of different countries and it's like, God, you said wow. you was in the people. Yeah. So yeah, it's really just important to, to look past. Like, that's why he says that we should, we shouldn't, you know, move just by what we see in the right. natural, but we should see in the spirit. And that mm -hmm. was one of those things because feeling qualified, it's like, we ain't been to nobody's seminary. How are we going <laughs> to be teaching people how to get in the Shoot. word? But it was mm -hmm. just, we had such a passion for it. And we're like, yeah. well, okay, let's create a guide mm -hmm. so we can show like how we ask the questions and how you dig in and how you support it with this scripture. And it was just, it was just really led by how God was leading us to do it. Yeah, I love <laughs> that. I love that so much. So tell us a little bit about like what practically does Women Who Will Ministries provide? We touched on the fact that we, there's virtual Bible studies. Uh, what yeah. else can people get from Women Who Will Ministries? Yeah, so there's downloadable Bible study guides. Uh, so even if you are already a part of a community, but you want guides for a Bible study, we have those available. I love that. So we did have some people who would use them in their own like small groups. Um, so we put that together. We have the supporting scriptures on there. Yeah. How do you ask the questions and dig in and all of that? So you find that in the ministry. Um, and we're really big on prayer. So we were big on prayer partners. At the end of each Bible yes, study, we would partner that. up. Life changing. It really was. It really Hold was. on, not to cut you off, but this, I, we didn't mention this, but yeah. I want to say probably one of the biggest ways that Women Who Ministries changed my life, I know your yeah. life and our best friend Liz and so many women's life is just prayer alone. Yeah. Like, I don't think, I maybe I prayed over someone out loud once mm -hmm. before then. And wow. when I started leading, I had to pray in, pray out, have prayer partners. And I'm telling you, like, 
praying out loud will change your life. Like it changes everything. Absolutely. I don't know what it is about it, but there's there's power in the tongue. So when we are speaking out loud the promises of God, the truth of God, even just our worries, our petitions, it does something. Like the atmosphere changes. It's just a nearness and intimacy with God. Um and that, like, I love that it's a ministry that encourages that absolutely. and provides opportunity for us to stretch ourselves. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think that's, it. no, not that I think. I know for sure because that was the very first time I was put in a place where I had to pray out loud for someone. Um, yeah, that was before mm-hmm. TVC, right? That was, no, it was after TVC. It was after. Mm-hmm. It was after. But um, in public, like, not, mm-hmm. the first time I ever prayed out loud was for Britney, but that platform and you guys encouraging that was the first time I was like, oh, snap. Like, I have to do this with a stranger. I don't know this person yeah. from Chicago and we have to pray together, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and we have to, like, we connect and, and pray together. When I tell you, like, ever since, like, I've I've come to know the Lord and the, his community, man, has he just been yeah. moving like crazy. Mm-hmm. But um, also, what's the word? I'm, I'm trying to catch my thoughts. Um, but yeah, so, uh, it brought, it, it put me in a place where I was like, okay, girl, like you have to, um, speak out loud and, yeah. and pray out loud. And that could be very intimidating, you know, like mm-hmm. so we have some prayer warriors out there that they just, man, yeah, just <laughs> they're, they're, they're anointed. I mean, we're all are, but like they are anointed mm-hmm. <laughs> prayer. Like, yeah, prayer will change your life. And I love that about women who, min- women who will ministries. So mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, if you want to continue. What else? So we can get Bible studies. I love that we can use them in our local small groups as well. So like if you have a church and you want to lead a small group, but you're like, I don't know what to lead on or feel ill-equipped, just go on the website, download them. Um, even if you just want to like do a one-on-one Bible study with your friends. I love that a lot of the topics are, they're topical mm-hmm. and they're like fundamentals of the faith, like things that... Um, a lot of us, like us, not growing up in the church, we didn't know nothing about, like, the Trinity, how to explain the Trinity, um, you know, the the deity of Christ, like, the fact that he was fully man and fully God, all of these things, oh, fasting, like, how to hear God more clearly, all of these practical things that they're just so rich in knowledge and wisdom um, and truly life-changing for us. Honestly. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. So yeah, you have those. We also have even like the separate leader guides for those who are leading and then mm-hmm. those who, cause we have like the talking points on how you can talk through it. Yeah. Um, there's also, we also have a prayer guide when we did, so we do workshops as well. So we did a prayer workshop. I'm um, actually breaking down how to pray because that's really the big thing about being in community is that we're supposed to be growing in our faith, not yeah. necessarily just not just kicking it together, like right. just kicking it with believers, but we want to be equipped so that we can go and make more disciples. Mm-hmm. And so we did a prayer workshop that was like phenomenal. It was really like mine, but I was so excited to do it because yeah. God was showing me how to pray in like different levels. And so breaking that down, like how you incorporate scripture in your prayer, mm-hmm. um, how do you put a request before God? How do you state your case? Like all of that. So we really break that down. So workshops and then candid conversations talking about those taboo topics that you may not hear in the actual church building. Mm -hmm. But this is a place where let's talk about like how it's a struggle to wait for marriage, you know, how it's the struggle to you know, do a lot of things, how it's how a struggle to do life and mm-hmm. still love Christ, but mm-hmm. be fighting your flesh. And right. so we really wanted to create that space for people to come and just, just like the space that you're creating with this podcast. Yeah. I love that. Cause one thing that I realized when I started stepping into leadership type roles was it's so true. What scripture says that the harvest is plenty, 
but the workers are few. Like mm-hmm. the word, the gospel is for, you know, for us to go out and share with everyone. But so many of us, once we're already in Christ, we get nervous and we mm-hmm. we let fear stop us from stepping into like roles or opportunities. It just even like, not even roles, but opportunities to share about God right. because we're nervous mm-hmm. and we feel like, who am I to share about this? But that's the whole point. Right. Like, yeah. I am nobody technically. Like, but God is good. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the focus. So mm-hmm. um, I just love seeing other women, other people in general, but women have a special place in my heart. Like, just, <laughs> just doing, you know, the Lord's work and just allowing their life with Him and their intimacy with Him to just bring overflow and pouring that into other people because that's what it's all about really right. um so on that topic when well, you mentioned just dis- like making disciples let's dive into that um what do you feel like making disciples like what does that really mean i feel like that's something you know we see it in scripture he says go out and make disciples of all nations mm-hmm. well, what does that mean and how do you feel like we can live that out practically yeah yeah so making disciples is the same way in which God is grooming you to 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 make him Lord, because that's really that's that's really the first step. Yeah. So a lot of people, I think the messaging that is out there is how do we get people to be better behaved? Mm-hmm. Right. And someone who's well behaved doesn't mean that they're being discipled. You're just a disciplined person. Yep. And so beyond the, the discipline of living for Christ is being discipled, which is more so like cultivating your your lifestyle. And so I know that it's kind of a fine line between like, you know, your good behavior and all of that. But that's why we have to have the understanding of the word, because you'll see how many how many people God used who they didn't have good behavior. Mm -hmm. So it's not about the behavior, but about cultivating your lifestyle so that you represent Christ and that others will be drawn to you because of that representation. Mm-hmm. So just like how people are drawn to people who are millionaires. And so you you read books on what are the top five things millionaires do. Yeah, so now you want to so emulate good. that because you want to be a millionaire. Mm-hmm. But so then being a disciple of Christ and making more disciples is in that same sense with Christ. If I represent Christ in the best way possible, people are going to be drawn to me because I want to love like them. I want to yeah. serve like them. I want yeah. to... I want to forgive like them, like you're going to draw people to really live a life for Christ. And so that first step in making him Lord, many people believe that he died and he was raised from the dead. But have you yet made him Lord, Mm -hmm. which means that above what I feel and above what I want to do, I will serve you. But it takes training in that. And so discipleship is that training. And that's what the disciples did with Jesus. They were in training. He met Mm -hmm. them where they were, but he did not stay there. The The goal isn't to get in cool with culture and, you know, get people to want to come to church and be hipsters and all of that. Mm -hmm. You can meet them there, but the point is to bring them up. Mm -hmm. And so that's what the big thing about, you know, the ministry in general is because when you look up the word ministry in the Bible, when you, if you use, um, like the Strong's KJV um, app, there's a whole, there's a lot of different apps, but if you look up ministry, ministry is service. Yeah. So like when you are, however, in whichever way you're serving people, whichever dynamic or facet that God is calling you to serve people, you know, that's what you do. You look at what their needs are, not just what you think they need. You think what you're looking at, what your site is, oh, or they're sinning. So I need to help them not sin, Mm -hmm. but no, you need to do life with them so that they can see how you live. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Help them love God more. Essentially, that's what's at the center of 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 it all. Yeah, no, that is so good, and I love the way you broke it down. 
because um, I actually was just now talking to you about that uh, at my job. And it's just the the love that I have for the Lord and my faith in Him. I've just been exposing it yeah. intentionally and unintentionally that now when people like at my job, they see me, they, <laughs> they ask me things. They're like, oh, what what is God telling you today? Like, what, mm-hmm. what word is He telling you? <laughs> and like, I'm like— um, and one of my coworkers, she opened up to me the other day and what she was telling me had to do with like a friend of hers and it touched my heart like crazy. And I've been working for, for some time now, but, um, she felt this, this peace to come to me about that. And I really truly believe, yeah, I really truly believe is because of my community, because I've been being discipled, um, that God is using me at a workplace of mm-hmm. like mine, um, it's pretty secular to showcase his love and is actually like gravity making change. Yeah, like, like it's sure. um I'm like losing the word here, but is actually sparking interest mm-hmm. on like, hey, she's mm-hmm. she's different. And I actually was told that. Like one of my coworkers was like, Oh, um, I just noticed Christians they're just this have they have this joy. Mm. Like like there's just this joy like how? And I'm like, well, and then I <laughs> <laughs> let me, let me, let me tell, tell you about a man that I know. Hello. <laughs> Listen, have you met Jesus? You know? And yeah. so like and by no means cuz I just I don't I'm not trying to like big myself up or anything like that, but it's just like the way you broke it down like I never thought of it like that because I was telling Brittany, I was just like like I've been noticing this, but like, yeah. it's not like something I was like aiming to do. Mm-hmm. So when you said that, I was like, wow, that is so real. So true. So, yeah. so, true. so we know that you took a break from uh, uh woman who will ministries at the moment. And we're just wondering where is the ministry right now? Like, what are you guys brainstorming? We're just excited and expectant yeah. to see what's yeah. to come. <laughs> yeah. So right after we had our anniversary event in October, where we hit a year officially of the mm-hmm. ministry, we had been doing the ministry for a year and a half prior to the official launch of it. But right after then, um, we were told to sit down and this would be considered our peak. Like we were able to sell out mm-hmm. the tickets for the event. It was an amazing event, like all of these things. And so for anyone in the natural, it's like, oh, we got good momentum. Like this will be the time to go, but you have to really be able to perceive where God is leading you. Um, And that was very clear. And I, when God gave me that message, I told him, I didn't want to have to tell Ari. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I said, God, (laughs) you got to tell her that we got to sit down because it seems crazy. We were really on a high as far as like the ministry growing. And this is our first in-person event. We've been virtual the whole time. Mm -hmm. It was birthed out of COVID. So when God really like listened, I'm like, oh my God, you really told her because she ended up being in agreement. And it's really just a season where I could hear him clearly saying that to not feel a pressure to teach right Mm now, that there is a level there's a level that he's wanting to take us to that causes us to experience him in a different way. Yeah. And so, you know, essentially if you are, if you're going to be teaching something that you haven't experienced, then you're really just teaching a theory. Mm-hmm. And that was one of wait, the wait, things. Wait, wait, Say that again. Say that again. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> if, you, if you're, if you are teaching something not from your experience of God, mm-hmm. then you're really just teaching a theory. That's so and good. That doesn't necessarily mean that the theory wouldn't be good. Right. It's a good theory to believe in, mm-hmm. but 
I don't I he knows that for me, it's like if I if you're sending me out to 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 spread your good news, yeah. then I have to know it for myself. I don't mm-hmm. want it right. to just be something that I read about. Right. right. Yeah. And so that's where he has us right now in a place of I need you to experience something. I need mm-hmm. you to experience. And I felt like towards the end of the year, I was just feeling extreme emotion and I was recognizing that God has me God has me to you know self-evaluate a lot right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so I was feeling things extremely and so in that time frame he was saying I need you to experience these emotions and how to navigate them yeah quickly and so you're going to feel extreme where I'm taking you you're going to feel extreme emotion but you're still going to have to know how to navigate because you Mm -hmm. can't be led by your emotion so there's just experiences there's just experiences that you have to experience before you're teaching things. And so mm-hmm. we really were bigger on like, okay, we can teach people how to get in the word and all of that. But really, what good is that if the word isn't getting in you? That's so, right, girl. <laughs> no, that's so real. I want to park there real quick and like kind of unpack that because that's so powerful because I think there is a certain level of like, yes, we should be teaching the word like what we're saying is not don't teach the word. Don't teach right. things that you don't fully understand. We're saying that there's a level of like weightiness, like in a good way and impact that comes when you are speaking from like, I'm reading this to you. I'm teaching this to you, but I know it for a fact. Mm-hmm. Like not only am I reading this story of how God has showed up in Jonah's life and David's life right. mm-hmm. in in all these people's lives, but he also showed me this exact like lesson in my life. And this is how, and in ministry, it's the, the main focus of it is people, right? Loving right. people and bringing them to him, showing them, teaching them by the way we live and what we we're teaching them, you know, verbally and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But there's a certain level of compassion that comes when you have experienced something firsthand that you don't have when you haven't been through it. And that's where the danger comes of like borderline, like people just retreating or feeling very judged or misunderstood because it's like, oh, you're teaching. Yeah, it's like you said earlier, it's very behavior focused. Like you can go hard. Like God says, don't do this. Ah, ah, this is good. This is right. But there's a disconnect because you haven't been through Mm -hmm. it. So you're not really meeting that person where they're at. And and that can just lead to more hurt and stuff. So right. you want to dive into that a little bit? Like how you feel like so far this season has helped you in in the mission that he has for you? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, this season has really just helped me to know how to better perceive God yeah. um, and not be emotion led. There were so many times where I wanted to quit the ministry. I'm going to just be straight up. Yeah. It was a lot <laughs> of <that>. work. <laughs> Yeah. It was a lot of work to do it. And I, I felt tired. I felt like, you know, is anybody getting anything out of this? Is it impactful? You we feel relate. those insecure mm-hmm. moments, mm-hmm. especially when you're already battling with, am I even qualified to do this? Yeah. Right. Like I'm not, I'm no preacher. <laughs> you you know? my house, girl. <laughs> yeah. That's and real. like to be, to be completely honest, when we first started, like before we had officially launched, when we first started this journey, God hadn't even taken cursing away from me yet. Not that I was cursing during the Bible studies, but it was still a part of my lifestyle. Right. And that was what, but he still told me to do it away. I didn't even have the conviction for it yet. That's so powerful. Right. And so that's just being honest. Like I'm leading Bible studies, but I'm still not even convicted about cursing. Right. And it was okay. Like I said, I'm not in the Bible study. Like, you know, you you know, I'm not cursing in the Bible study. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not doing that. I'm not wilding. But 
it was still just it just shows that like mm -hmm. God's grace is what's sufficient. Ooh, like my behavior, yes, is. my behavior yes, will never be sufficient. It doesn't matter yes. how much I discipline my flesh. It doesn't matter if I if I fast 10 days every month. Like mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. His grace is what's sufficient. And yeah, so in this man. season, you have to be able to perceive how he's speaking because his speaking isn't his speaking isn't less clear just because I don't understand. Ooh. It's a matter of how can how can I position myself to better perceive him? And that's right. just what this season has been about. Like we had to sit down. We had been going since we started yeah. unofficially. Mm -hmm. So yeah. this is from 2020 when we started. We were going because even when I had my baby, like Ari was trying to have me sit down for a month. And I'm like, I popped her out like I'm good. Like, oh go. my God. <laughs> that's crazy. That's because that's something I always like admired about you guys. And I was like, they just because I had stepped away from the ministry a little bit because my life was like I was getting a lot more involved in my uh, physical like my home church. And mm -hmm. uh, I w got into a really tough season with my toddler, like sh terrible twos was approaching and it was just a lot. And I was like, I, I don't have the capacity right now. I need mm -hmm. a season of receiving. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. and then y'all was still going, like going strong. And I was like, okay, girls. But I think that's, um, that's so important as when you do step into that leadership role um, of any sort, like whether it's official or you are just being more intentional with the people in your life, whatever it is, um, if you're a new mom, um, anything like that, so important to be sensitive and stay rooted in the Lord. Amen. Yeah. And be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Um, so going, piggybacking off of what you were just now saying, Amber, that reminds me of God is, isn't changing. Mm -hmm. It's us. Yep. God doesn't remove himself from us. It's us. We... Yeah stray away from him. We step out of mm -hmm. his presence, but he's always mm -hmm. here. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? The real issue, because I know a lot of us, even Christians sometimes, like we struggle like, God, where are you? I don't feel you. I don't see you, mm. but he's here. It's mm -hmm. us. It's like, it's, you got to check your heart. You got to yeah. be like, okay, hold on. But I've been, I've been distracted here and it's brought me to this like rabbit hole. And now I'm just going, going with it instead of, coming to the Lord, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. praying out to him, like, cause he will meet you where you're at. Absolutely. He is not changing. His word isn't changing. His character isn't changing. Mm -hmm. He is the same God then, the same God now, and will always be the yeah. same God. But we're the ones that have to like, like we have, we have a responsibility. However, like you said, his grace is sufficient. Mm -hmm. We are not, we don't have to depend on our own strength. We don't have to depend on our yeah. own, you know, abilities. We call out to him to help mm -hmm. us with that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But um, that was so good. And it brought me back to like, hold on. He doesn't change. We right. are. You know, we, we do. There's freedom in that because mm -hmm. when you're, like you said, we don't have to rely on ourselves. Right. And, and that reminds me of um, in seasons like that with when you're like, you're not feeling God or you feel like you're not hearing him clearly. Mm -hmm. It's so it's such a blessing and so relieving to know that God is mm -hmm. holy. Mm -hmm. Like he is not like us. Mm -hmm. He is set apart mm -hmm. and he is outside of this world, outside of all of this. He mm -hmm. holds the world in the palm of his hands. So I always come back to Psalm, I believe it's 139, where David is like, search me, O God, and know my anxious thoughts. Um, reveal to me if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the mm -hmm. way everlasting. And that is so powerful because there's times when you are able to pinpoint why, like maybe there's something that you're able to pinpoint that's getting in the way that you're placing in, you know, the throne of your heart. And, you know, that's just 
tainting the communication between you and God. Sometimes you're not going to be able to pinpoint it, but thank God that we have a God who is not dependent on our feelings Mm -hmm. or even just our limited knowledge where we can call on him and say, reveal to me, God, if there's something I'm not, I'm literally oblivious to right now, reveal it to me so it can get uprooted and we can get back like good again. Mm -hmm. And even when it doesn't feel like you're not good with God, that's when you have to realize that faith is not dependent on your feelings Mm -hmm. and he is who he says he is. Exactly. You know? Mm-hmm. Exactly. We can depend yeah, on We oftentimes... I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, you go. Oh. <laughs> um, oftentimes, and I think this is very important for, for anyone who you may be, you may be new to Christ. Yeah. You, when you first, we all know what it's like when you're initially on fire, mm-hmm. right? And so <laughs> you're driven, you're motivated, mm-hmm. but that fire will dim and you won't always feel motivated. Life is going to start lifing. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to feel like picking up the word. You're not going to feel like praying and things like that. Mm-hmm. And so you have to understand in navigating that God isn't just coming to us. The benefit of the new covenant with him is that now he can dwell within us. Right. So where David is crying out saying, don't, t- don't take your spirit from me. Right. We don't have that. Mm-hmm. He, he now can dwell within us when we accept him. Yep. And so a lot of times people are beating themselves up about, you know, I'm not feeling it. I, I can't get disciplined in the word and things mm-hmm. like that. But God doesn't need those things. He doesn't need those boxes to be checked in order for us to be right with him. The only thing, the only thing that puts us in right standing with the father is the son. Mm -hmm. So while you're thinking you're unqualified and while you're thinking something must be wrong because I don't have this feeling anymore, you have to really change your mind. And that's why the word has to be in you, Mm -hmm. because if you're to the point of thinking like, well, I haven't read my Bible, something something must be wrong because I haven't read. Mm -hmm. Then you're thinking that the scripture is what's doing something for you. And the scripture is just the scripture. The word of God is still present and current. And so you need his right now word. You don't need scripture. Not saying to not read your Bible, y'all. I love the word. (laughs) But what I'm saying is that that, checking that box isn't doing anything for you spiritually. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's so Yeah, it's like, it's all about the heart Mm -hmm. because you you can do it. Like you can... Um, read the word to check the box. You can pray to check the box. You can go to church on Sundays to check that box. But where is your heart? Yeah. You know, like um, you mentioned David, or both of you mentioned David, and he was the only one that was qualified compared to everyone else because his heart was out for the Lord. But he seemed the most unqualified. His, his whole story is a whole mess. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but like that part of it, you know, it was. God saw his heart, so he chose him. Right. You know, and and in, in spite of all of exactly. the things that unqualified exactly. him. Exactly. Powerful. Thing. Exactly. It's all about the heart. I remember mm-hmm. doing a study in Romans and uh Romans two, I believe, just shook me because um that's where I really got to learn that it's all about your heart yeah. and that's what he truly wants. You can do all these things and check these boxes, which is amazing, yes, but um the real root of where you'll bear the fruit obviously is in Jesus without him, you can't bear any fruit, Mm -hmm. but it's your connection with him from there. Then you'll really see the fruit. And I think that's like one of the unique challenges of this walk is with every new, I guess, level or season that comes and you're growing, which is a beautiful thing as we should be, but they all have their own unique challenges. So even when you step into ministry, more ministry roles and you're just, you know, now you're discipling others, you're pouring into Mm -hmm. others it's so important that, um, hold on, the thought just completely left my mind. That actually brings me Come some on, comfort. Holy Spirit. Um, <laughs> I'm not thinking Oh, yeah, one. yeah, yeah. So 
it's so important that we just stay rooted in, like you said, the word and the gospel. What is the gospel message? The gospel message that it's not dependent. Like you said, our right standing is not dependent on us. Exactly. We didn't do anything to earn it. So God, we need to rest in his grace and mm-hmm. abide in that. Because mm-hmm. if we start living as though our relationship with God is dependent upon our behavior, even after we're saved, even after we accept and receive and confess that Jesus is Lord, and now we're living in Christ, right? It's so important to, to catch ourselves if we ever start falling in like, oh, well, I did this bad thing, so maybe that's why this bad thing happened to me. Or good things are happening to me because I'm going to church every Sunday, I'm serving, I'm doing Bible studies, ah, ah, because... Like even, I really want to pinpoint, even when we're doing good things and we start to get, um, you know, it low-key is pride at the root of it. It's like we start building up this pride. Yeah, like where (laughs) I'm I'm doing all these things. I'm working for God. Mm -hmm. So good things are going to happen to me. Good things are going to come to me. That's a dangerous place to live in because then what happens? When it don't go your way. Yeah. Or, you know, it's going to happen at the end of the day Mm -hmm. because we are imperfect human beings. And then what? Then mm-hmm. it's going to be a faith crisis. Or you're going to be like, oh, whoa. and mm-hmm. Or you might be mad at God or just completely like, it's going to shake you because yeah. something built on pride mm-hmm. is going to be like the house that's built on sand. So it's so mm-hmm. important to stay rooted in in what he, the finished work of Jesus exactly. and realize that we don't need to do anything for God. It's a privilege, an honor, and a blessing to be able to do things with him. And he Absolutely. partners with us as we do those things. But we don't need yeah. to do them in the heart posture of I'm doing this because I have to, or because he needs me to do this, or because I'm trying to earn his love or earn my keep. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's a dangerous At the end place. Of the day, when, it's very important that you learn in this, if, you, if you're somebody who you feel on a high horse, because God will always, the good thing about it is when we get, when we get on that self-righteous wave, he gonna, he know how to get us together. Yep. <laughs> but you gotta understand, if, as long as we understand, God don't need me. Yep. He doesn't need me. Mm-hmm. He didn't need Saul, and that's why he got David. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like, I don't need you. I yep. can, I will find because his mission will get done. Right. If he got to put different people in place, that's going to happen. And so it does us mm-hmm. no good. It benefits our spirit. None yep. to think that we're, as you said, earning our keep with God. We're not because mm-hmm. he doesn't need the perfection. Abraham wasn't doing anything holy. And like, we don't hear nothing about what he had going on. Really the land that he was at, they were idol worshipers. They was over mm-hmm. there wilding. So mm-hmm. there was nothing like when you look at these stories and who God is using, yeah. there was nothing that qualified them initially. Mm-hmm. There was nothing. God chooses who he chooses. That's why his grace is sufficient. Yep. So it's no point in us thinking that because like you said, this is really dangerous and you're going to fall into a place where it's going to determine that you never actually had faith in him. You mm-hmm. had faith in yourself. And that'll be a sad day if you don't get that Oof. right mm-hmm. before he returns. Because the only thing that keeps us in right standing is faith in Jesus Christ. Yep. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. the only thing. Mm-hmm. So that's why going back initially to what you were asking, uh, Bridget, as far as what's going on with the ministry, it's just we couldn't, although we were saying we weren't perpetuating checking a box, if all we're doing is teaching you the word. And although we are, we were teaching the word and we were doing a little life together, the mm-hmm. shift right now, since there's experiences that we need to go through, the shift right now is to not perpetuate 
you know, well, we're going to read this text because I just didn't want to create a space where this is your place to come and check a box. Even yeah. if it's not my intention, if that's what people are doing, yeah. I don't want to create that. I want to create a place where we're able to check in on your soul. Mm-hmm. Yes. We're able to see what's going on in your mind. Mm-hmm. What's, where's your flesh pulling you? What are your emotions like? And figuring out how to navigate those things because life is happening. Yeah. And how do we still represent Christ when life is bad? And if the church is the ones who are the main ones beat down, broke, busted, and disgusted, mm-hmm. if we're the main ones, <laughs> Then what, like, what kind of representative would I really be? Right. Yeah. That's you know? so good. And so. you know what? I, w- I want to say one thing. Thank you. Mm-hmm. For real. Thank you because, man, I'm just so grateful that the Holy Spirit works in, in yeah. the both of you the way he does. Oof. And in the ministry because there's a lot of church hurt out there yeah. because of what you just said. You know, there's so much condemnation coming from us when we mm-hmm. don't have that in Christ. So. Yep. The fact that you just, you spoke that and, hey, there's power in words. And I know this is ministering to somebody. Yeah. And amen to that because it's it's ministering to me. It just brings me so much peace and gratitude Mm -hmm. that we have sisters in Christ bold enough to take a break, connect Mm -hmm. with the Lord, and share that. You know, because I know that um, we are breaking generational curses Mm -hmm. right now. Like, even, that's so good. I love that you parked that in, like, I always tell you guys, like, I love, it's so beautiful seeing the way God works through other people and yeah. what he's showing them and where he's calling them. And that in and of itself, like, low-key, I wouldn't be surprised or high-key if mm-hmm. the fact that y'all taking this break and everything mm-hmm. you're learning and just the what you're sharing from that makes more impact than just straight up, like, teaching from a right. Bible study. And I'm not saying, and please don't hear us say that, like, studying the Word, spiritual disciplines, those things are very important. But it's mm-hmm. so, what's more important than that is, like, doing it from a genuine place of where you're really at. Because that's when that disconnect between what your head knowledge and the heart knowledge, which is really the wisdom that comes from revelation of the Holy Spirit— and mm-hmm. what God is really showing you where you're at in life. And how does this word, like you said, the word getting in you, like, yeah, you could read a passage and understand it and comprehend it. But like, do you really understand yep. it? And there's mm-hmm. so much power in that. And it kind of does away with that false like perception that of perfection. That like, once you become a Christian, we have to pursue perfection now. Mm-hmm. Like, there's nothing more counter gospel than that. Like, no, we're never going to be perfect. Exactly. It doesn't matter if you've been in walking with Christ for one month or 20 years. Mm-hmm. You're still going to make mistakes. You're still going to fall short. And I think that we start believing internally that like the longer we're walking with Christ, the yes, the more holy we become, the more into his likeness that we start transforming. Absolutely. And you'll notice that. You'll look back and you'll realize that your falls are a lot less than Mm -hmm. they used to be Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. you're still going to fall and making sure that you're really resting in his in his grace that that is like something you're truly abiding in is the key like especially if you're taking on any role where you're like pouring into other people who maybe are newer in the faith or struggling with things um Mm -hmm. because that's when condemnation can come in because then you're teaching 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 and it's like but but wait like yeah I'm not there yet. I I still yeah. struggle with this. So am I, like, I'm just going to retreat back. And that's when you get people who, like, walk away from the faith, walk away from church or whatever. Yeah. There's they just-, just needed to, yeah, they just needed to hear, they just needed to hear, like, how you were real life, how your real life going through. Exactly. With, with that. Because I have people all the time ask me, like, so, like, how did you, because, I mean, if you knew me, 
you know, I was lit. So <laughs> people Same ask girl. me <laughs> all the time. People, people ask me all the time, like, so how did you stop listening to like certain music? And how did you stop drinking? And how did you stop all those things? And I can genuinely say my testimony. I didn't focus on the things exactly. that needed to stop. Oh, that's that's not my journey. Some people, some people did. Their beginning yeah. walk with Christ started out self-righteous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then God, you know, let you know. For me, it wasn't. Like, I can't tell you the exact moment that God said, stop drinking. Right, like it, right. The, the desire kind of began to stop. I can't mm-hmm. tell you the exact moment that I, that I was finally convicted about cursing. Mm-hmm. The more, like, if you're going to focus on what needs to stop, then you're setting yourself up to become self-righteous yes, and put so your faith good. in your works. But if you focus on going towards him, mm-hmm. I just tell people to turn the other way. Yep. Mm-hmm. Cause that's what repentance is. Exactly. I just turned towards Christ. I didn't look at how dirty I was. I know I'm dirty. I don't mm-hmm. need to look at it. So <laughs> I'm still dirty today. Amen. I'm still at, in comparison to a perfect and holy God. I'm yep. still a mess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's no point in me looking at that. That's not even a conversation for me. If the more that I, he says, if you draw unto me, I'll draw unto yep. you. The more that I drew unto him, he drew unto me. So the music and all that, I just didn't have the ear for it anymore. I didn't, you know, Same. it's just, that's my testimony. I, I, didn't, I didn't have that struggle. It's, I ain't got so no real. cheat codes for you. I think that's a, that's a, a perfect, like, if anyone takes anything from this episode, look at God, yeah. look at Jesus, keep your eyes fixed on him. Like everything else gets worked out when we just focus on him. Like, and I think that, that also in that we're doing that in faith and when we have that heart posture, it allows the space for him to come in and do the things that we can't do on our own. Mm-hmm. Like if you have an addiction to a drug or alcohol or sex or whatever, like focusing on stopping that thing, that's going to already like we naturally we rebel God by mm-hmm. our nature. So our flesh is going to want it even more or you may go for so long and then you're going to binge out on it or you may fall short and then just be really bad for your mental health because now you beat yourself up. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. He is the answer. He is the focus. Fix your eyes on him. Mm-hmm. When you realize that you would look another way, headed in another direction, change your direction. Yeah. Like, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I think a practical way to do that is just talking to him. Mm-hmm. Just just talking to him. Pray out to him. Let him know. He knows already. But I always think about, like, a parent analogy. Like, um, mm-hmm. the mom might already be aware of what her child is doing. But it's different. It hits different when the child comes to the mom and, yeah. said, and confesses. It just the bond that's that's created there. I'm not a parent, but I know that much. Yeah. Um, so it's like, come to him anyways. You yeah. know that he he was there when it happened, when it's happening, but come to him because he will help you through it. Yeah. He promises to never forsake us no matter what. So why do you feel like he won't be there for you to help you with your current struggle and your future struggles? Yeah. So I think the practical way to do it is just to pray, pray out to him. Mm-hmm. You know, he's there. He's listening. He's waiting on you. Mm -hmm. Even when you don't want to pray, you got to be like, God, like, I don't want to pray right now. Like, Mm -hmm. help me, Lord. (laughs) Just be real with him. Like, he knows. He already knows. Like, (laughs) yeah. But this has been such a beautiful and edifying conversation. Just even for me. Yes. Um, Thank you so much for your time, Amber. Like, all the gems that you dropped. Like, Mm -hmm. there was so much. Like, I'm going to go back and like, honestly, write these on my little For real, same here. My mirror. (laughs) Um... (laughs) So, so we have like one minute left on our clock. Should we do the wrap up right now or should we press uh, record again? Yeah, we have like three minutes. Okay. okay. So Amber, tell us where 
our listeners can find you? Where can they find your devotional, Woman Who Woman Ministries, your podcast? Because you mm-hmm. have a podcast as well. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you <laughs> are one you. of those people who, like, I could just listen to speak all, all the time. Long. Like, your voice, the all way you talk, long. all of it. You definitely have that gift. And God Absolutely. just speaks to you so beautifully. So tell us where we can it find is. you and and what's next. Yeah. Um, so you can find me on Instagram, my personal Instagram, underscore Amber Sherelle. You can have the ministry Instagram, Women Who Well Ministries, uh, the podcast Instagram between me, underscore and God. Um, womenwhowellministries.org is the website where you can find all the information. Mm-hmm. Um, join our email list because when we come back, it's going to be fire. Mm-hmm. So you want to get that notification yes. once we come back. I can't wait. Um, downloading the Bible studies on there too and the devotional journals on there for sale as well. Um, and yeah. And what to expect now oh, podcast is on all streaming platforms, uh, between me and God and a uh, new season is going to be coming out next month. So definitely you want to tap Ooh. in. It's going to be so do you, do you have a, a release date yet or estimate, an estimate? I don't. Okay. Um, so just get connected with me yes. on the email list and all of that. We'll be, we'll be blasting it out. I, I don't have the exact date yet because I'm still in the recording stage to know like when I'm going to actually be releasing them, but it will be next month. So it will be releasing next month. I'll be back. Um, and the focus, you know, just kind of expanding the between me and God, my, the heart behind it is um, I started that journey when I started my journey with God. It started literally at the same time. And it's just me being transparent and open about where how God is leading me and where he's leading me. And so now I'm just going to be opening up to others to see how a relationship between you and God leads you in business, how it leads that. you in relationships, how it leads you just in your life. So I'm really excited about it. Yes, we're so excited. We're so, so excited. Thank you so much for your yes and yes. for this conversation. <laughs> thank you so much, Amber, for your time, for creating that time to spend with us. And let me tell you, you have ministered to the both of us so profoundly. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to tell everyone that um, everything that Amber mentioned, all of the ways that you can find her will be linked in the show notes. Yes. So uh, we'll make it easy for you guys to reach out to her. She is She is a pillar to the kingdom. So highly encourage everyone to check her out. Yes. Um, So at this time, we will go into prayer. If you would love to join us, we would love to have you. So go ahead. All right. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much, God, that you are just a good God, that you are holy, God, that you are above this world, beyond even what our minds can comprehend, God, and that you just continue to show us and reveal yourself to us in unique ways, Lord. We thank you that you meet every single one of us where we are at, that we don't have to fake it when we come to you, God, that we could take off the the mask that we put on for the world, God, and just be our real, most real vulnerable self with you, Lord. I pray, God, that you would um, just continue to just help us grow in in our knowledge of you and our heart knowledge of you and our intimacy with you, God, that um, out of our growing love for you, everything else would just fall into place, God. I pray that every single person listening today, Lord, that this message that you wanted to send through this conversation today would just minister to their hearts, God, that it would make a heart change first and then a life change, God, that you would just continue um, revealing yourself and giving us clarity on how you speak to us and, um, showing us how we can um, hear you more clearly, God. Um, And I pray, God, that if there is anything that is blocking our communication with you on our end, God, that you would reveal it to us, Lord, just as David prayed, God, uh, reveal to us if there is any... um, 
uh, offensive weight in us and just test our thoughts, God. Show us how we um, can just pursue you more uh, vulnerably, Lord, and more transparently with the people around us, God, that you put good community around us that would uh, reveal to us our blind spots, Lord. I pray for a blessing over Woman Who Ministries, Lord, that every single life that you are going to touch through that ministry would just bring so much life change that starts with um, just knowing you more, God, and just a growing love for you, God. I pray for um, just blessing the hands and the work of Amber, Ari, and whoever other team members that they bring on and leaders that they bring on this year and just every year to come, God. I pray for a blessing over Amber's podcast, God, that you would just um, continue to multiply uh, the work of her hands, Lord God, and just bring increase, Lord. Allow it to fall upon the ears that you want it to fall on, God, and just continue to speak through her, Lord. We know that you honor our obedience and our yes, God, and I just pray pray that you would just continue to use all three of us and and just every single person listening right now as your vessels, God. And we realize that we don't have to come to you clean, God, but just in your presence, we naturally are purified, God, only by you and what you have done and not by our own works, God. I pray that if any of us are believing um, anything that is contrary to what you have done on the cross, Lord, that we would um, realize it, God, and we would uh, just turn the other way and turn back to you and just keep our eyes fixed on you through the ups and the downs of life, of this faith walk, of ministry, of all of it, Lord, and that we would invite you into our mess, into our doubts, and just create a a true relationship of constant communication and communion with you, God, Um, and just all the ebbs and flows that you would just show your goodness and your grace through it all because we know that you do. We just pray that we would see it more, Lord. I pray um, that everyone would have a blessed week, God, and that you would just do miraculous things in their lives this year, Lord. We thank you. We love you. In your holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.